You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Next Sunday, the Springboks in the Rugby World Cup final. The All Blacks got their berth with that 44-6 thrashing of Argentina and England were biffed out yesterday, 16-15, right at the last minute too. Rugby commentator Elliot Smith has been witnessing all the action and uh, now I guess you just sit on your hands until next Sunday. Not, not an awful lot to do between now and then. How are you? No, quite, quite right, Tim. Exactly nothing to do between then. No, the verbal barbs, we will get those, I'm sure, plenty from the Springboks camp. Rusty Erasmus, the coach or director of rugby, has been a pro at that in recent times, so I'd be surprised if he doesn't have anything to say in the build-up this week and uh, I'm sure the All Blacks will have something to say, although probably not um, as expressive or as perhaps controversial as the South Africans tend to be, but uh, promises to be a fantastic build-up to a very exciting final next Sunday morning. All right. Uh, how did we look against Argentina? Does the scoreline say it all, or was there more to learn from that? I think the scoreline relatively uh, says it all from that performance, and it was a case of job done for the All Blacks. The tougher test obviously came in the quarterfinal against Ireland, facing the then world number one on that night. This was, by comparison, a wee bit of a stroll in the park for the All Blacks. They didn't really have to get out of second gear, and they were able to do uh, a lot of promising things. When you look at the final next week, they could substitute a lot of their key players early in the second half. They got through without any injuries. The one blemish would be Scott Barrett's uh, yellow card towards the end of things, but that doesn't have any bearing on this week's uh, game in the end. So, job done, but there's a bit to improve on. There was uh, a couple of times where the attack looked Slightly clunkier, maybe, than they would have liked, um, but they didn't get their score line, uh, sorry, didn't get the try line across at all in the game, and I think that's a promising sign for the All Blacks as well. And there's plenty, you would think, left in the tank, given they didn't, as I said, uh, as I said have to get out of uh, second gear to beat the Argentinians. As a commentator, analyst, observer, call yourself what, what you wish, Elliot, would you have preferred it to be England, or are you happy with the way that other ga- game turned out? I mean, that was a last minute thing as well. It was indeed. And look, I think from a rugby perspective, All Black South Africa, two of the great foes in world rugby, and we've only seen them play in the ultimate showpiece once in their history, back in 1995, and what an occasion that was at Alice Park when the Springboks won on their return to the international stage. So in terms of rugby romance and theatre, the All Blacks and Springboks uh, brings it all. I, I don't think England would have had another gear to go to if you're looking at it from a purely All Blacks perspective and a New Zealand result perspective. I don't think England would have had another gear to go to after last night. If they got across the finish line there, I think the All Blacks might have found this week an easier task. The Springboks, though, on the other hand, you know, the All Blacks know them so well and vice versa as well. These games often go down to the wire. I know the All Blacks got blown out uh, a couple of weeks before the World Cup, but um, these games are very, very tight by and large. So each team knows each other inside out, uh, and there's a bit of value in that as well uh, for, for both teams. Okay, you covered off injuries and stuff, but Fozzie still wants you to pick the f- starting lineup because uh, you've done such a great job covering this. <laughs> it, it, well, uh, go. For, who would you leave out if you had to leave well, someone look, I out? Think, I think there's only going to be one change, to be honest, Tim, to the run-on team, and that would be Sam Whitelock, uh, the all-time all-black uh, leading appearance maker, dropping back to the bench and Brody Retallick coming back in. I think they'd want Sam Whitelock's experience on the bench for a game like this. If it's going to be tight in the closing stages, you want someone like Scott Barrett, uh, sorry, Scott, uh, Sam Whitelock to close it out. So I think Whitelock goes to the bench. Maybe Dane Coles comes back in on the bench as well. But otherwise, I think changes will be kept to 
a minimum for this All Blacks team. Uh, you look back to 2015, they didn't make too many other than injuries in the last three weeks of the tournament. Uh, I suspect that they'll uh, keep the same sort of pe- uh, theme going here and uh, and keep up what they've been doing. They, they have a fair idea, I think, of what their first choice 23 is. Now it's taken a long time to settle on it, but now they've got there, this team is humming along. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.